Praise, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, beloved, once again. You're welcome to be in Christ's hour. First of all, what I feel on my spirit is to water down, in a way, part of the things Papa shared. Praise the Lord. Praise King Jesus. I feel there is a lot for us as in Christ's hour to see and learn. I'm so persuaded from distinctive revelations, perspectives, or perspection, each of you are ministered to by the message we received yesterday. Praise the Lord. On that one, I'm persuaded each one of us was blessed a certain way. Each one of us saw a certain way. But for me, from what the whole Global School of Ministry stands for, I only saw it in the element of a minister. Not in the place of excitement, because we've, just, we've had a new one, which is source and resource. Yay, sources. Are standing for this. All resources, everyone is kicking away being a resource. Why am I going in that message? I'm going back in that message. Because it is a principle. As one submitted, you are called even in the place of the things that you share and minister. Always, 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 always to come in the revelation of the person or the man or the minister you submitted to. And this is wisdom. If any man, let me say, gives you ever an opportunity to exercise yourself, it is honorable enough to come in the very spirit of the man to say the things you must say. If not, you realize that you're going to find two kingdoms in one place of domain and it is not possible. You can't have two kings in one place of domain. There always has to be one king. Praise the Lord. I'm speaking in wisdom to the mature. If you seek to grow a certain way, to exercise yourself a certain way, it is always expedient to come in the revelation of the man you submitted to. In the very, very, very many beautiful things that were shared, I'm going to say something here a little bit, but let me find it, because I had to note it down for our sharing. I saw one of the beautiful questions, and the man of God was asking, can one change from being a resource to being a source? Are there people meant to be resources and not sources? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It was a beautiful question which stirred me up into the meditations and the things I wanted to share with us in Christ's hour, but in the wisdom of the mature. In the wisdom of the mature. In the wisdom, because now we are growing, right? We are growing. We are growing. Resources can be big. Resources. If any man is a resource, he can also have a certain level of depth. But in this message, as a minister, there has to be a grace, there has to be an ability to translate what the man carries 
that is the resource as death in two patterns principles things that other men receive so that in the end they also become established praise the Lord we're going to go slowly resources can also be deep but I've said there is a grace and and, uh, and ability and ability okay in such a man to translate here I'm speaking because in this question the man is asking can one translate from being a resource into a source and for me I say it is possible but for it to be possible there requires a grace and ability for such a man to translate those things into patterns and principles for other men. Why is it so? Paul shares something beautiful in Romans when he says he desires to go to the Rome to speak to them also the message, the gospel. He speaks of establishing, leaving something in them that in the end they may be established. I believe it is Romans 1.12 Papa Shadabot told me get that scripture he speaks of imparting so here I want you to see a distinction from a source and a resource okay? a source has the ability and the grace to impart certain things in the life of men this is what makes Paul a source praise the Lord he says, For I long to see you, that I may impart unto you something spiritual, that is the gift, spiritual gift, to the end ye may be established. Romans 1.11, yeah, it's 1.11, it's 1.11. It is 1.11. Give it to us in Amplified Papa Shagamos. Give it to us in Amplified. It is a grace and an ability that God gives to such a man who is ready. Because the message we received, first of all, it is translating us. As men progressively growing, as ministers progressively growing, as teachers tomorrow who are in need, who have given themselves, okay, who desire to see certain places in God, the message we are receiving, global school, is our message. We need to first settle that in our spirit. It is our message. And everything, as for me, Papa was speaking, it was more of a stirring to cause me to see as a minister, to cause me to ponder as a minister deeper than the usual deeper than the normal first of all or second of all sources walk paths that are not trodden by normal believers I'm going to repeat that sources go in paths 
that is the problem, okay? They told parts that are unfamiliar by usual men. They go through trials and challenges and testations that go beyond a normal Christian. Yes, you're receiving the message and you're excited. It is good. But this message is calling us, you and me, to walk in spaces of faith beyond the usual. Yes, on In Christ Hour, we come together always and speak about these things. But the only distinction that will come out of you is in the sum of the things you receive, for you to go back and apply yourself a certain way, exercise yourself a certain way, than a normal Christian who is going to wait again tomorrow at 11 a.m. to 1, I will be tuning in on in Christ hour, and Papa will come and speak and do the things as usual. If you are going to walk the parts of the normal, as the normal, you are not going to to see in spaces that are availed by God for for sources. For men to become sources, it is key. Why I'm speaking the things I'm speaking in a certain way. This message indeed it excited us. Indeed it is beautiful. But if you're not ready to exercise yourself in two certain spaces, you're not going to be elevated in the revelation of what came out. Because as this revelation came out, first of all it belongs to us. You must own it in the first place. You need to first own every word that was given. If Papa spoke of greatness, first own that greatness. See yourself as that very substance. That is why we are talking that we are sources. And the more you do that, once you do that, or the moment you grasp that, now go and start to exercise yourself in that very path. Because now this is a door already given. This, God has already availed it for us. That you know what? I'm ready to make each and every one that believes a source. And what does it mean? Revelation is a distinction for each and every source. as a minister. Revelation, I'm going to repeat it again, is the distinction. Okay, let me go slow. The revelation, each and every man carries about this God, is what gives him a distinction to become a source. As Papa was sharing, you realize that in all the men he spoke about concerning church history, the distinctive moves and movements that have come, you realize that each and every man that God used, that man had a distinctive revelation in his time and generation. You realize that each and every man 
that God used the certain way actually is a man that came with a distinctive revelation. Because you see, revelation is, as Papa has taught us, revelation is, is clockwise. It goes round. Revelation is progressive. Christ is the ultimate wisdom, knowledge, and revelation. But in each and every time of men, generations, dispensations, there has always been a progression in revelation. Every other day as the world increases a certain way, every other time as 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 we continue to count years, we continue to speak of generations and generations, the post-modern generation, the post the modern, the postmodern, all those kinds of terms many use. You realize that in such and every time or season or generation, there was always revelation. And you realize that in each and every generation with the revelation they carried, to some they settled in the understanding that that is all there is in God. But there are some that went on and pondered in spaces, in things, those are the parts I was talking about, that were unusual for certain men. Paul speaks of a, a certain principle. He, say, he speaks of Moses. He, he, when he saw Christ, okay, when he saw the revelation of Christ, the Bible says he considered it more or greater than the treasures and the riches that were in Egypt. Papa, give me Hebrews 11, 26. Hebrews 11, 26. Here I'm going in the distinction of parts. That men who became great in their, in their generations and dispensations. Because in Israel, in the times of, of Egypt, you realize that for Moses, that was a dispensation. That was a generation. But you realize amidst the things that were happening, Moses saw something about the Christ. And he said, I am ready to separate my soul for this thing. For him, in their times, or in his time, the revelation of Christ super exceeded anything as a treasure in Egypt, in his time and generation. And in so doing, he separated himself to go and suffer reproach. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, Papa, give me, give me 25, so that it can connect with 26. It is speaking of esteeming, esteeming the reproach of Christ's greater riches. It's speaking of Moses. The Bible says, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasure of sin for a season. That is a time, okay, for a season. That, those are times, okay, for a season. That is in his time and generation. The Bible says, 
esteeming the reproach of Christ's greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Praise the Lord. That is Hebrews 11.26. He chose a path that was trodden by the man he was with in his generation. And beloved, that is what also separates Papa Grace. You realize that the things he studied, he didn't go into church history to study him just for nothing. You realize that God caused him. First of all, it is a grace, I told us, it is an ability in a man. It is a grace and an ability. It is a grace and an ability. It is not in man. It is not in man unless God bestows a certain grace on you, on your words, on your ministration, on your ministry. You realize that Papa did not go into studying church history for nothing. But you realize that these are paths that God started to cause him to walk in, that other men were not seeing. And you realize that when he studied the times, the dispensations these greater men were in, when he studies the patterns and how they did things, you realize that this in a way separated him to give him a message, to give him a word that is distinctive from the ministers of our times. And that is what separates him and makes him a source. That is what makes him unique. That is what makes him a bastard man. Praise the Lord. We see a pattern in the life of Moses, walking paths that are never trodden by the usual. We see the very pattern in, 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 in Paul. He speaks of going to suffer. He speaks of leaving the camp. Papa Shagabos, I know it is in Ephesians, I'm persuaded. He speaks of leaving the camp. That scripture will do us beautiful things. I'm speaking in the revelation of the things that were shared yesterday to cause us to just leave the place of excitement, but also to take us deep, to take us deep, beloved, just a minute, please, to take us deep to show us some praise the Lord. In Christ hour, I'm going to repeat this. Um, I want to make us see beyond just excitement, beyond just quoting sources and resources. But if we are fully going to get the profiting in the things that were shared, they are part, because me that is what I saw. I saw that in the light of these men as he was breaking them down, I saw something that was so distinctive on their lives. And that is what made them sources. First of all, it was revelation. Second of all, they separated themselves, they were parts they took. And third of all, it is the grace of God. Because any man can want to do something. Any man can desire something. I'm going to go in that principle very soon. Okay? The Bible says, let us 
Go forth therefore unto him without the camp. This is a man walking certain paths, deeper than paths that are trodden by certain men. Says, let us go forth, therefore unto him without the camp. This is calling for consecration. You as a man leaving the congregation and the excitement of the hour of the time. Yes, men are speaking very many things, but do you seek, do you separate yourself to study the word, to read the word, to ponder, contemplate, to meditate, to ask him your part, your Lord, your portion. What has he called you to do? What is the revelation that he should give you to set you apart? Do you do those things? Yes, in the doing of those things, the grace of God precedes. Yes, in the doing of those things, you should know that you can't be above the grace of God. Neither am I telling you to do the things, to do much as one in the flesh without the revelation that it is His grace laboring. No, that is not what I'm calling you to. First of all, the revelation precedes the doing, the working. The revelation you carry as you go before him matters because he says let us therefore go unto him without the camp here revelation matters as you go unto him revelation matters because very many go into the presence but very many hear less even some don't hear at all the spaces God is elevating us in beloved they are not more in the inclining of the flesh to do, but it is in the revelation of this Christ. It is in the revelation you carry about this Christ. That is what is going to set you apart. And me every other time as a minister, as a, as, 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 as a man growing in the things of the Spirit of God, for me every other time, me personally, my revelation in Him increases and gets better. Regardless, oh, even I don't care about what a man outside may think about the things I'm in this speaking. Because for me in Him, I have I've started to see my pattern note. Because it is wisdom not to compare yourself with others. No. Give yourself to God because the calling is distinctive. It is you and Him. I know I'm speaking very beautiful things. First of all, as a man you have to grow. As a minister you have to grow. You start to separate yourself. You start to give yourself. The Lord starts to, be, to give you an identity. The Lord starts to give you a boldness. The Lord starts to put words in your mouth. The Lord starts to put particular revelations in your spirit. And those are things that separate you and set you unique. It becomes your craft in Him. Not your craft that, oh, me, 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 me. Because before, before, before a fall, the Bible says it is pride. No, we don't proud ourselves. 
and here I'm helping a minister. God starts to give you certain things, particular things that define you, that give you rest, peace, liberty, as you you distinctively in Him. And that is what most saints have not yet seen. Yes, you are a minister. Yes, you have an hour. Yes, you are a minister. Yes, you are a minister with someone. Yes, you are a minister. You are given the word. Yes, you are a minister. Yes, yes, you are called. Yes, 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 yes. But I would love to ask you, what are those things that are so intimate and personal, you know, that the Lord reveals to you, that sets you apart and distinctive? What are those things? Because if you don't get those things right, you're not going to to be established a certain way. What are those things that have been imparted in you personally that when you go down and start to meditate, they start to, to define an identity on you that even in your labor, you're not trying to to please someone, you're not trying to fight with someone, you're not trying to, to see, oh, the other ministry, oh, the other man of God. You don't start to attack the other man. You don't start to, 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 to compare yourself with the other ministry. What are those things? Because if you get those things right, child of God, you're going to be established. If you don't get those things right, you're not going to be established. There is no way you're going to stand bold enough to command a tumor out of a man if God has not spoken to you one on one. It is not possible. It is not possible. It is not possible. But Papa John Mary, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. I don't get these things. I don't understand these things. It is okay if you're grown and the Lord is growing you. It is okay. But what has He revealed to you as you? I've spoken about, I've shared this in a message before. I think the last time I shared it. And I was telling us that the last time when Papa was speaking about Revelation, I believe it was a Sunday, I was watering his message and I was trying to share a principle and pattern of Revelation. I remember very well, we spoke about someone and I gave us the word, I told us, first of all, it is the word. How God spoke to him through the word, those that were only you do remember. What makes you unique and distinctive? First of all, it is the revelation that you have about him. It is that revelation that even if you're thrown well, even if you're cast well, even if the world turns against you, you know your God. You know your God. You know your God. You know your God. And so in that in the revelation you have of him. He starts to give you a message. He starts to build you. Because you realize that in the realms of ministry, the scripture tells us, wait upon your ministry. Because there is a process. 
And there is a making of a minister. There is a making of such a one. They are principles. They are patterns. They are things that you must apply yourself to. They are things that the Lord starts to cause you to walk in. They are paths you start to see. They are things that even when men are seeing a certain way, for you you start to see a certain way. Praise the Lord, beloved. I know I'm speaking a lot of things. I know I'm speaking a lot of things. But I know you're getting something. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You see, what makes Faneru distinctive? It is the revelation Faneru carries in, in the world. It is the revelation Faneru carries in the word of God. It is the word is given for each and to, to each and every one. Every minister reads the same word. But what makes us unique? What evokes the power of God is the wisdom, the revelation, and the understanding that we carry in this. Praise the Lord, beloved. It is the revelation. It is the revelation that we carry. Can one become a source? It is possible one to become a source. But then the question is, has the ministry of the resource ceased? No. It has not ceased. But before one becomes a source, first of all, he has to be a resource. In my spirit, I'm persuaded of this. Before you start to, 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 to bath out things from your spirit that are distinctive, first of all, you must be a man, or you, be, you, you, you begin from places whereby you water the works of other men. For me, in this message, the source became a planter, and the resource became a waterer. Papa Shagabos, give me that scripture in Corinthians, First Corinthians, I believe it is three, that speaks of Apollos and Paul. Paul and Apollos. He says, "For I planted, and another man watered." Here, I don't want us to, to be caught up in a place where you, you, you disqualify the place of a waterer. Because you realize that a waterer borrows. He's a man of reference. I know I'm hoping someone. <laughs> One may be there trying to fight with your... Don't fight with yourself, child of God. Don't condemn yourself, child of God. <laughs> Don't find yourself in spaces where you're disqualified 
what God is doing in you. No. And this is the center now of this message. We may be excited in the place of a source. That is okay because I've told us this message is calling us to maturity. And so I've, before I was speaking of those things. Before you become a source, first of all, you must water someone's messages. And in that, as your revelation, as the grace of God, as the working of God increased in you, he starts to separate you. Thank you very much, Mama Doksa. That is what Papa Grace was saying. Submission. How do I? You, you remember that question? One of the saints who asked, how do I become a source? And Papa speaks of submission. Thank you, Mama Doksa. You've seen it. Before, where was I? Okay, I know all things. Before you become a source, first of all, you water someone's message. Also, beloved, Papa Grace watered someone's message. <laughs> Don't think he began from the road as a source. Yes, these revelations were in him. Every other time, God was increasing and speaking distinctively. But you realize that in, in the humble beginnings of, of his times, he was watering, submitted. So here when Paul is speaking of Apollos and, and himself, he says, I have planted because sources are originators of things in the spirit. Sources are planters. They establish certain things in the spirit. That is why in the element of the apostles, one of the distinctions about who an apostle is in his ministration, you realize that they are men that plant or even establish certain truths. They are men that bring order in the church or in the body of Christ and Rome at large. You realize that they are men that bring sanity of spirit in, in certain dispensations and times of men. If we are to speak on a, on, 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 on a higher level as a generation, you realize that planters or sources are men who bring sanity in particular dispensations. Praise the Lord. So he said, I planted that was Paul. But he says, but Apollos water, here is the ministration of the resource. He says he watered. But he goes ahead. He goes deeper than the labors of a man, the efforts and the application of a man. And he says, but God gives the increase. That is why I told us it is great. It is great. Some of the things we may talk about them, we may desire them, but also it takes grace. That is why Papa says, 
if you want to obtain some of these things, he says, ask him, for he gives liberally, without any thought of taking them back. That's why he said ask, because it is grace. Even in the ministration of, of a source, there is an end. Even in the ministration of a resource, there is an end. But it takes the grace of God to preserve some of the things of these men. And what is going to preserve the work of Fanero is the grace of God. What has preserved the works of Paul than his labor is the grace of God. What has preserved the bones of these men to carry life to present time? Beloved, it is the grace of God. Praise King Jesus. What has preserved the, the, the Papa Opium will love you. Flores Nambozo will love you. See why? We agape you. Mama D, you're most welcome to Lien. You're welcome. We love you. What has preserved the works of these men? You realize it is the grace of God. But I've told us, don't beat yourself. Don't find yourself indulging in the flesh. But I've told us, before you become a source, first of all, you water someone's work. You become a resource. That is submission, as Mama Doxa put it. And in there, as you start in that oil, God starts to put things in your spirit. Because now, here we are looking at the transition from one being a resource into a source. Because that was a question the man of God was asking. Can one transition from just being a resource into a source? And I told us, yes, it is possible. Because before you become a source, First of all, you are a resource. You water, you quote other men's works. You speak of things that are unknown. You speak of things, this is a, this is a resource, that, that appeal to men in the world of understanding. But the more God starts to build you and grow you, you realize that in the things you start to share, some of the things become so deep. Some of these things become so, so treasures. Oils, bones, to certain men who stumble them. As Papa was saying, that yes, in the lives of some of these men, the people who were around them, some didn't see this oil. Some didn't see it. Some saw it to be normal. But there are men who later came and saw their work and they became an oil. They became this, the beginning point, points, pointers, paths and directions of, of, of their administration and ministry. And you realize Papa Grace is what he is because he stumbled on some of these oils. And as, as he stumbled on these oils, he started to separate himself a certain way. You realize that he started to hear God a certain way. 
He started to desire certain spaces, certain demonstrations that are beyond the usual. And in that, they started to shape the course of what Panero is present day. Beloved, you're not speaking about this revelation for nothing. You are not in Panero for nothing. As prayer line, we are not here for nothing. But it, it is simple and simply because greatness is already in the inside of us. You see, every teaching of a minister is to cause other men see in the unusual way. Because when you see that pattern and study it right, you realize that that is the pattern of progression in revelation. That is the pattern of progression in the anointing and the demonstration of the Spirit. If Peter did not set a kind of demonstration for the church by healing by the shadow, we wouldn't, Paul wouldn't be speaking of demonstrations with hunkies. No. Because those are spaces when certain men do particular things. We who seek to walk in certain graces and glories, we apply ourselves to say, God, if my papa can heal without touching, I want to heal when men see my picture. Because that is progression. That is progression. These are men who set patterns on which other men begin to build. Sources set patterns for other men to build on. Praise the Lord. If he can heal <laughs> by not saying a word, child of God, you can heal in your, in your sleep. If posted strength, where he says that as you are gathered, my spirit is there with you. It simply means in the spirit, there is a space that is deeper than you assembling around saints. It simply brings us to a place of meditation and desire because revelation is, is, is in the roles of meditation and contemplation. Because if you don't meditate a certain way, there are things the Spirit may never speak to you. That is revelation. Some may come through revelation. The hearing of the voice of the Spirit is in revelation. The Bible says, Peter pondered when he saw the sheep come from heaven, having very many creatures. The Bible says he pondered and meditated on them. And the Bible says, as he pondered, the Spirit spoke. It simply means the Spirit revealed to him the meaning. <laughs> That's why I've told us that revelation is in roles of meditation. If you don't ponder on certain things, in particular things a certain way, beloved, we may never have revelation. Because it is in the measure, the Bible says, of meditation. And here you give your soul. He says, the same anointing shall be given to you. Papa gives it to us, it is in Mark. It is in Mark. He speaks of the measure of meditation. You apply yourself to these things. 
He says it is the same anointing that shall be given unto you. This is revelation. This is power that you start walking. This is progression. I'm speaking about progression and I've told us progression or revelation is in, in the role of meditation. Over certain truths and, 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 and demonstrations that particular men and women of God in the church do give us. Praise the Lord. Beloved, we shall continue tomorrow on this message to the glory of God. If you're out there, child of God, and you've never given your life to Christ, repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart that you are the Son of the living God. You died for my sins and you were resurrected for my justification. I'm a new creation, now and on forever. Child of God, if you've repeated those words, first of all, you are called into the very life that is in Christ. You are blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. You are of God. By those words, you are separated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light, you are a child of light. You are from now on like your father. The father of light, the father of truth, the father with whom all things are. You belong to him. You belong to God. Eternal life is your portion. Enjoy the in Christ reality. Beloved, that has been in Christ hour. We love you so very much. See you tomorrow. Bye bye.